This is Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 72, Create a 10-Year Vision. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. Hi there, my friend. So happy to have you here on the show today. Today, we're talking about 10-year visions. So many times on the show, we're talking about blocks and things that are holding you back. Today, we're going to dream big. Dreaming big is so important. If you've heard my free Accomplish Your Dreams training, we do a whole day all about dreaming big and painting your vision. If you don't have a vision for your life, then it's really hard to aim your life, right? I'm not necessarily somebody who's very natural at creating a vision. I'm much more of like a task master, I guess, or an implementer. I'm looking at the day-to-day in a year, I can kind of see that really well. But I've had to really learn how to step back and see something bigger, like a 10-year plan specifically, like what we're going to talk about today. So I'm so excited you're here and we're going to have some fun together as we paint your 10-year vision. Before we get started, though, just two quick announcements. The first is that if you are on Instagram and you don't follow me, please do. You can find me over there at Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E. Preston, P-R-E-S-T-O-N, and follow along. And the reason why I mention that is because there are now GIFs, GIFs, is that what you call them? GIFs? <laughs> On Instagram stories for this podcast and for my coaching process and just some fun other ones like a microphone and a heart and um, a lightning bolt and things of that sort. So if you're on Instagram and you're on stories, you know, you do that swipe up feature to put those in, uh, gifts, right? Um, So you can search Lindsay Preston, you can search Unstoppable Woman, or if you're in another part of my coaching process, like Authentically Awesome or Living the Dream or Solidify Your Strengths, you can search for all of those things and add those fun things to your story. And if you do tag me on Instagram, I would love to see it and I would love to share it on my stories, which by the way, I think I just called it Instagram (laughs) instead of Instagram. My mom goes by granny. And so that's just like what came out of my mouth. So anyways, on Instagram, you can find me over there and you can use those on your stories, especially when you share the podcast with your friends, because I would love for you to share it. Especially this one. This is a really fun episode to say, hey, are you interested in creating a 10-year vision? Listen to this one. Sometimes we have more of the block episodes. I know it can be a little uncomfortable to share those because you know, sometimes you may not know 
I want everybody on social media to know some of the things going on in our head. I totally get that. But um, yeah, this is a fun one to share. So please do follow me on Instagram and use those fun gifts. All right. The other thing I want to say is every week I get an email from um, this vendor that I use to tell me where I am on the podcast charts. And uh, I recently, for this week's email, found out that I am number, let's see, where is it? Number 45 on the New Zealand self-improvement charts. That's like kind of a big deal. 45 in New Zealand. So if you're listening from New Zealand, all my Kiwis out there, so excited to have you here. I was also in the charts in Spain as well. So that's exciting. You know, it's so funny. I just got my daughter's DNA results because um, my husband's really into genealogy. And so he wants to like know our I don't know, DNA stuff, right? Um, And so my daughter, her dad is Colombian. So um, her dad is a first generation American. His mom actually came over when she was 16 and then eventually brought her mom and dad and her brothers over. And so um, we always knew she was part Colombian, right? But really, she is something like 30% Spaniard, think that's how you say it. Yeah. Um, So she gets that all from him. And you will tell if you see her, she does not look like me very much at all. (laughs) She she definitely has more of that Hispanic coloring, which I'm so jealous of. I think it's so beautiful. Um, But yeah, so all shouting out to all my um, people in Spain. So happy to have you here. And of course, we've got America and Canada and everywhere else in the world. But I just thought it was cool that I was on the charts in those two places. All right, so let's get into today's episode. As I said, it's a 10-year vision. So the inspiration behind this episode actually came because my daughter, who I just mentioned, turned 10 actually yesterday at the time of this recording. So October 5th is her birthday. And it got me thinking a lot about the last 10 years of my own life and how much it's changed. So when I gave birth to her on October 5th, 2010, my life was a lot different. A lot different, my friend. I wasn't married at the time when I had my daughter. Now her dad and I had been together, gosh, I think like five years at that point. And we've been living together for a while. So it wasn't like we didn't know one another or so I thought. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it still was a little bit jarring to have her without being married. I had just turned 26 at the time, so I was still pretty young. Um, and, uh, I had my dance studio that I had just closed a few months earlier and I was actually on self-employment insurance because again, I wasn't married. I was my own business owner. And when I went in for my first appointment with my OBGYN, when I found out I was pregnant, they called me after that appointment and they said, ma'am, your insurance doesn't cover pregnancy. Well, it does, but it has to be a high-risk pregnancy. So we're going to need you to start paying cash for this. And here's how much it was. And I think overall with everything included, like the delivery and all of that, it was going to be somewhere around $30,000. And I freaked out because again, I just closed my studio and I was at a place where I was thinking about going back in HR, but then I unexpectedly got pregnant. So it threw us for a big loop. And although her dad at the time, I think was making around 65K. So it wasn't horrible money, but I mean, that would be 
30K would be half of his salary. You know, that's a big deal, right? Um, so yeah, <laughs> welcome to parenthood. Here's this huge potential bill, right? Um, and so we panicked big time because I thought I was covered having insurance. And um, so from there, I ended up getting a temp job through the temp agency. I got another form of insurance that I was able to use for some of the cost. And then, you know, based on the suggestion of a family member, they said, listen, based on your income right now, Lindsay, because at the time I wasn't making that much at that temp job, I think it was like 30 something K a year if I had been there the whole year and I wasn't married. They said, you probably qualify for Medicaid. It's Medicaid, right? Yeah. I was getting confused for some reason. Today I'm like confused. <laughs> I've realized that, um, I think I might be a little bit more tired than I think I am because the past few days I just haven't been that short mentally. But anyways, so I applied for Medicaid. So I had my daughter, my friend, on Medicaid. Now, there's no shame in your game about that, right? But I just want to give you an idea of where I was 10 years ago, an unmarried woman having a baby on Medicaid with no job, really. As I said, I had the temp job, but that was it. I had no idea where I wanted to go in my life. I thought I was going to be with her dad forever and ever. I thought I knew him pretty well. It was always our plan to get married. I thought that would be the next step for us. And he did end up proposing, gosh, November of 2010. So a few months after, or I guess a month after she was born. And um, we just never got around to planning a wedding, even though we were engaged. And you know what happens from there. He had the whole double life and all of that stuff, right? So yeah, I mean, my life has changed a lot from then to now. You know, now I'm on track to being a millionaire before I'm 40. Now, granted, some of that is my husband's genius. He is a wealth manager. Long-term financial planning is his zone of genius. That's what he does all day, every day for his clients. So, you know, he brings in some of those skills, but a lot of it too is my skills that I've brought into the table. When I met him, he let me know he wasn't saving at the rate he wanted to. And I helped him indirectly because he always tells me he doesn't want to be coached, but I helped him indirectly clean up a lot of things in his mindset, including some people-pleasing things of overgiving. And that has allowed us to save most years about 100K a year. Pretty incredible, right? Yeah. And we have a house that's very simple, but um, a very, you know, nice little simple house and two cars that are paid off and uh, two kids, one of which goes to private school. And, you know, I know I'm comparing a lot of the financial differences between then and now, but it's just such a vast difference. Obviously, I know what I want to do with my career. My career is blooming year by year. Um I'm just a totally different person. I'm with a totally different person. You know, life has changed a lot for me since 2010, since I was 26 years old, popping out a baby, thinking, holy crap, what am I going to do with my life? This is crazy. And now I have this little being who depends on me. So I want to just share that with you to let you know and inspire you that you can do a lot in 10 years. You know, I think about the next 10 years of my life and um, it'll be 2030 by then. My daughter will have just graduated from high school. 
So she'll be a freshman in college, which is crazy. She'll be 20 years old. Oh, my goodness. I can't even imagine, right? But um, yeah, I just think about the next 10 years. I think, well, I've had to rebuild so many things the past 10 years. Like, where am I going to go from here? Because rebuildings, it does take some work, right? Um, And I've had to, in essence, build a business, build two human beings, build a relationship. And oh my goodness. So I just, I'm so excited about the next 10 years. And Um, I've really started to understand the power of how to set 10-year visions. You know, I think it's really important we set life visions. And one exercise I encourage everybody to do to have a life vision is to think about your legacy. So think about, you know, you've just passed and people are talking about you. Maybe it's at your funeral or just, you know, maybe you have a wiki page of some sort, even if you're not famous. What does it say on there? What have you accomplished? What have you done? How did you make people feel? You know, think of all the things and kind of start there and start to think, okay, what is it that I want to do with my life? You know, I know for a long time, I didn't know specifically what career I wanted to do, but I knew that I wanted to use my strengths. I knew that I wanted my job to never feel like a job, to feel like I was just getting to use the best of me at work and I just happened to get paid for it. I knew I wanted to make a really big difference in people's lives and feel like, I was creating change in the world and coaching just happened to stumble in my lap in essence or fall in my lap for that to be my thing. But you can easily, you know, start to create that vision for yourself, that legacy, right, of, you know, what is it that I want to do? Because you don't need to know all the details, but have some sort of structure of what that big vision is. And then from there, you can break it down into 10-year chunks. You can break it down however you want, but I like the 10-year chunks because it's just far enough that it's still within reach um, in in regards to a vision, right? And it doesn't seem like too big because I, I... I think, you know, sometimes we think, okay, let me plan out every year of my life, especially if you're a really planner person, and things change and evolve. Like, I never thought I would be a mother ever. If you would have asked me, even in my early 20s, like, do you envision getting married and having kids? Like, that was just not on my plan at all. I thought after I graduated college, I was going to move to Oregon. I know, so random because I'm a Texas girl, but I wanted to just go somewhere different and be there for a little while. And then I envisioned myself at a big city like New York, working in some sort of corporate job where, again, I just felt the feelings that I shared with you about feeling like I was helping people and doing that sort. But I just really wanted to be a career girl. And that's what I wanted for my life. But then I met my daughter's husband. Things changed. And then, you know, from there, ended up getting pregnant with her and all that stuff. So, yeah. And although there were many times that I thought, man, I think I might have done my life a little bit wrong. um, I've had to train my brain to see it differently because um, would I not want to have my daughter? No way. Like, she is the best thing that has ever happened to me. She propelled me into a totally different life. You know, I could have easily gone into having a successful corporate career and that would have been great, but I don't think I would have been as fulfilled as I am doing coaching and being a mom. Like I didn't think 
I would enjoy being a mom as much as I did. Um, even though, fun fact for you, in high school, I took a prep for parenting class. I think it was just because it worked my schedule or something. And I ended up getting student of the year in that. It was just like I always – and I was like a, a mentor for kids in high school that somebody had referred me for. And because I had such high people-pleasing tendencies at the time, I would just kind of roll my eyes and be like, okay, I'll do it. And then again, it was like, oh, you're so good at this, Lindsay. And they would give me more opportunities for it. So I've always naturally been very maternal. And I think that was probably why I didn't want to necessarily have kids because it just seemed too easy. Um, but I'm so glad that I did. And I'm so glad my life took that turn. So going back to you, right, is sometimes we want to plan everything and we think we have this big vision, but then life, you know, there's us a curveball. And from there, you know, then we have to change our vision. So 10 years to me just seems like it's long enough that um, it's still within reach, right? Now, of course, we want to work more our goals into one-year goals and then break those down even more into 90-day goals and month goals and so on and so forth. But this isn't about goals today. Today is about a vision, okay? So here's how to make a 10-year vision. It's very simple. It's really envisioning your future self, okay? So right now, I'm 36 years old. And I really started to do this last year when I was 35. For whatever reason, the five birthdays feel more of a milestone to me than the zero birthday. So when I turned 30, it was just like, okay, I'm 30. But then when I hit 35 last year, it was like, okay, I'm in my mid-30s. Like, here I am, like, really rocking this 30 thing now. What is it I want to have by the time I'm 45? And it took me some time to really think this through, months on end of really trying to get this vision. So don't feel like you're just going to snap your fingers necessarily and have this vision for your own life. But you can do this again at any time. It doesn't have to be a milestone birthday. But just start to think, okay, in 10 years from now, what is it that I want to have accomplished? How is it that I want to feel? You know, what are the things that I did? All those questions. What do I look like? Who am I around? What things do I have? What things do I not have? And then I also think through, because I'm somebody who can really get wrapped up in work sometimes and, you know, really start to think about what's the next thing to accomplish and and be so focused there. And I know many people listening to this podcast are like that because a lot of my clients are like that. And so I have to kind of center myself. And I think about, again, Lindsay at like 45 right now. She's really peaceful. She's really calm. She enjoyed the journey from 35 to 45. She's like, man, Lindsay, you just did it. And it seems so seamless. You had so much peaceful success. And I intentionally really think about that as I'm envisioning my future self in 10 years so that I can create that more now. And when I start to get a little bit off track with that, like I did in August, even though August was a great month in my business, I, you know, worked a lot. And I've had to pull myself back and say, whoo, all right, Lindsay, let's get in alignment again. Peaceful success, peaceful success, right? And so it's just really important that we're thinking about our future self often and starting to envision who she is, what she's done, as I said, how she feels, who she's around, because life moves at us so quickly. We have so many opportunities presented at us, so many decisions to make, and it's very easy to get swept up in the current of, you know, some opportunity that maybe seemed okay when it started out, or maybe you said yes to it just because, you know, it was like you didn't really think about it, and then all of a sudden, you're down this pathway, and you're like, 
hmm, this isn't quite where I want to go. And because you have that vision, you know you can pull yourself back and say, whoa, wait a second. Ten years from now, this, this project or this thing I'm a part of is not that important. You know, one thing I talk about on the show from time to time is I get pulled into a lot of stuff with my daughter's school, especially. And I'm really good at organizing things. I'm really good at communicating things. You know, I run a business, right? So it's easy for me to email parents. It's easy for me to set up tech stuff for everybody to sign up for things and to just make things happen. And so I've been room mom for many years now. And whenever she started school this past year, I really sat down and I thought about, is this something you know, in my 10-year vision and then my bigger life vision too that I was really happy that I did. And it really wasn't. It was something that's brought me a lot of stress, um, even though it's not that much, but it's just like another thing on my plate. And I really just want to focus in on raising my kids these next 10 years and getting my business to a certain place financially. Those are my two big things. And then enjoying my husband and my kids along the way. But my two big things I've really focused in on raising my kids well so they can be happy and healthy adults and then getting my business to a certain spot. Um, So when I think about being things like room mom or doing all these volunteer opportunities for my daughter I mean, does she appreciate it? A little bit, but it's just not where I make the most impact as a mom. And um, I would rather be using that time elsewhere with her and elsewhere in my business so I can stay focused in on my business when my kids are gone versus those room mom things take up time when I'm working. So again, it's just like these little things, but they... um, they take us away from what we really want. And two, they take away our energy and our time. And then even they can trigger things in us to cause our inner mean girl voice, that negative inner voice we have in our head that I refer to often here on the show, to, you know, beat us up and create drama in our lives. And we just don't need it. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've had client calls where we're coaching on something And if you were to look at it from a like bird's eye view of what we're talking about, it's just such little piddly stuff, you know, and we put ourselves out there to um, go through that stuff and we really don't have to, you know, like I think of in my own life, for example, with my daughter's grade, the moms do activities from time to time and I enjoy the activities, but I don't get more involved there because when I have there's a lot of gossip. There tends to be some drama with things. And I just, I'm not interested. And I could get into that realm and I could have many fruits from that. Um, but I just think this just isn't in my vision. It's, it's, again, it keeps me really focused of where it is that I want to create and staying there. So if I think about Lindsay at 25, 26, you know, she's popping out this baby on Medicaid which I think it's Medicaid, right? I don't know why I keep questioning it. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what what am I going to do? Like, I don't even know how to be a mom. You know, financially, we're not in a great place. We were living in an apartment at the time. It just seems like we were never going to have a house and all that. So I just started in essence, and I didn't really know I was consciously doing that, but I just kept thinking, what is it that I want for the next few years, but then even the next 10 years for my daughter? 
And for a long time, it was just like the next five years of getting her to kindergarten and really making sure she had a strong preschool education and that that was there for her. And I was a stay-at-home mom for a long time and, you know, taking care of my mental health. And when the whole thing went down with her dad of, again, really making sure I was mentally strong for her and keeping a relationship with him where I made sure financially he was still paying for things and things of that sort. So anyways, I don't want to get in the details of all that, but just these visions are so important, my friends. I hope you're getting that. It's so important to spend time with our future self and talk about you know, what is it we want to think and feel and what is it that we want to do and stay focused in on that. And I do encounter clients from time to time who come to me and say, well, Lindsay, I just have too many ideas. I don't even know where to go. I don't even know where to start. And that's where it really comes back to decision making. You think it's like a idea problem or a focus problem. It's really you just need to decide and move. Okay, and you may have so many thoughts come up for you along the way of did I make the right choice? Should I have gone this way? And that's where you have to know coaching skills. You have to be able to coach yourself, in essence, to get yourself back in a place where you are able to coach yourself through those days when it's going to feel like you made the quote unquote wrong choice or it feels really hard. Because, you know, a lot of times people ask me, well, Lindsay, how did you know coaching was it? And I said, you know, I did things like the puzzle of me, like what I do with my clients. I knew my strengths and my passions and my values and blah, 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 blah. And it, you know, it made sense, right? But it was also just because I decided. I decided coaching was it. I decided, okay, I'm going to give this coaching thing a chance. Like this is going to be my profession. You know, I talk about from time to time on the show that I went to a tarot card reader and she, in essence, told me based off my birth chart and doing tarot cards that I was going to have a big career and it was going to be as a life coach. And at the time, I didn't even know what life coaching was. And I thought she was full of crap. Um, But here's what happened is because she put that thought in my mind, I just made the conscious choice to believe it. She's put other things in my mind, like I would have this country house and do all these other things. And I didn't choose to believe it. So it didn't come true. So again, it's like sometimes we just have to choose, decide, and then just go with it and make things happen. So if you have so many different ideas and so many things that you want to do, just choose what is it that I want to do first and focus in on that. Yeah. And this is why, again, so important to have coaching tools and even hiring a coach. You know, I was thinking about before I started this episode about my own um, 10-year vision, because it hasn't been perfect, my friend, the past 10 years. I didn't do every single thing I wanted to do the past 10 years, especially, you know, this, I kind of created this vision when I was 25, 26, very unconsciously, and I have very much created that vision and then some. But about five years ago, well, I guess it was four, 2016, I created this other vision after I had had some coaching tools. And after I had then already met my husband, and I believe we're already married, and I had already started my coaching business, it was like, okay, I'm going to dream big now. And I was looking at that before we started. And it was things like, oh, make this amount of money and have a baby that year. And I'm going to, you know, be a published author, and I'm going to be a top level speaker within just like a very short timeline. And I was looking at that. I'm like, yeah, I've done some of those things. But some of them I haven't done at the timeline I said I was going to do them. And so, again, it's like 
it doesn't have to be perfect here, but just get yourself envisioning something bigger and thinking about the future too. Because sometimes I meet people and you can tell they're not really happy with their life, but they're not making changes. And I kind of just want to, you know, like knock them over on the head, like, you know, knock, knock, knock right on their forehead and say, okay, if you're not liking life today and you're not doing anything to change it, like what do you think is going to happen in five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years on your deathbed? Like you have got to change now. There's no better time than now to change. And yet you're not doing it. Yeah. Gosh, it's just like, it's crazy to me. So if you're at that place too, where you're just like, okay, Lindsay, I don't like my life today. I don't really know where I want to go. I have some idea. I know it's what I'm doing now is not it, but I I need help. That's again, hiring a life coach like me or somebody else. And it goes back to what I was saying earlier was when I was sitting down and thinking about this episode of, you know, one of the biggest mistakes I think I've made over the years is um, not continuing to have coaching in my life. So I had a coach from 2013 through 2014 for about a year And um, then after that, I was like, okay, I think I'm good on my own. And we'd have a session ever here and there. And then from 2015 to 2019, I didn't have a coach. Like I would do a couple little programs here and there. And I didn't really grow that much those years. Yes, I got married. And um, yes, I had my son. And so it wasn't staying stagnant per se. And my business did grow a little bit here and there. But it didn't grow as much as the year I had coaching. And now that I'm having coaching again for the past year, I've grown a crap ton. And it's just made me realize of, you know, if you're somebody who's just a go-getter and you want to achieve a lot in your life, it's just like having a dentist. You know, it's having a life coach is just part of, I don't know, your repertoire of people that you have. Because a coach is going to be the one that helps you get what you want. You know, I, I really feel like a few years ago when I decided not to keep doing coaching, it was for one belief that I had. And that was um, I felt like I could do it on my own then. And the other belief was that I didn't want to then be a coach that said, oh, let's just keep coaching forever because I was scared that people were going to think I was trying to take their money. And um Again, I realized just over the years, it's like, oh, I'm not taking people's money. It's not like I'm just trying to, you know, swindle them into saying, oh, be, you know, be my client forever. But it's more so of like, okay, if you want to keep growing, especially at the pace that you have been growing as we've been coaching together, then it just makes sense. And that's, you know, a big reason why of why I opened my Living the Dream program this year was, you know, a client coaches with me for six to nine months. And what, in essence, we do is I teach them how to release all their blocks that are holding them back for the first three months. In my Unstoppable Woman program, the next three months, they're learning about their authentic self and getting them in alignment with who that is and their life vision. And then from there, it's just action taking over and over and over and over. And every once in a while, we'll have new blocks come up. Let's clear those out. Every once in a while, we'll need to tweak the vision. Got it. But we're just constantly taking action. And because they're growing so much, they need that support to just keep going. They need somebody who's holding them accountable, who's looking at their mind from a different angle, who's challenging them and pushing them in the way that they want to go and, you know, all those things. And so 
it's just really important that, again, if you want to create big things with your life, you want to be this accomplished person, this go-getter, to really consider, you know, adding in a life coach. Like I said, like you do a dentist in your life and you have a doctor and you have, you know, maybe your lawn person or whoever, your hair stylist. It's like, okay, this is just part of my crew is I have my life coach in there because that's what a life coach is for is to help you just continually go after your vision over and over again. Okay. All right. So going back to the 10-year vision, I just want to wrap this up one more time is sit down, think about what you want to create the next 10 years. Yes, it's really that simple. And start to really think about in 10 years from now, what is it that I want to think? What is it that I've accomplished? How do I want to feel? Who am I around? What do I have? What do I not have? Who's not around? And that will get you moving in the right direction of, ooh, okay, why am I hanging out with these people? They're not part of my 10-year vision. Okay, if I'm feeling, you know, this, this, and this, I'm not really feeling that right now. So what is it that I need to do to get myself to that place? And if I want these things in my life, you know, right now, I don't have any money. So how am I going to get there? And here's how I feel my career. But in 10 years from now, I'm going to have this in my career. I'm going to feel like this. So I better get to work and figure out what it is that I can do. You know, a lot of people when they hear get to work, you know, for some people, they get really excited by that. Like I get really excited by it. Other people, they think, oh, it's going to be so much work. It's going to be so much. Like, Lindsay, is it really worth it? And I will tell you, it is so worth it. I heard a quote recently from Booker Seo. I've been listening to her a lot because I've referenced her a lot on the show. But she said something like, the discomfort we have today. No, this is what it was. She said, we can either choose a discomfort of today or we can choose the discomfort of going after our dreams. So which one would you choose? Obviously, the discomfort of going after your dreams, Right. Because then what happens is, you know, I tell my clients a lot of times we ride these waves of we grow and then we just like enjoy for a while. It's like, wow, this is so cool. Look what I've created. You know, one of the big things that I created the first time I had coaching was my husband. And I just rode that wave for a little bit of like, whoa, this is so cool. Look, I've like created my quote unquote dream guy, right? And then it was, you know, finding my coaching business was the other thing I created in that first wave. And it was like, whoa, look at me. I've created this business. Now I have clients and now I help them. That's so cool. And then that wave kind of went away. And that's where I wish I would have hired my coach again or another coach to keep up leveling because I kind of just stayed stuck. And when you stay stuck, then, you know, there's a quote that there says you're either growing or you're dying. I I was kind of dying a little bit. I was kind of backtracking when I could have just kept going up and up and up and up and up and up and up. And now that I'm back in that place, it's like, man, this is where I wish I would have been, you know, back in like 2016, 2017, um, because it's just it's just such a great place. I just felt like I wasn't growing as much during those years. I didn't have a coach. So, you know, a coach will help you with your vision, too, as I said, if you need that help. But just, again, really start to think about what is it that I want in 10 years. And this is a great exercise to do when you're sitting down and doing goals for a year or a quarter or the month. You know, I'm using this exercise constantly, constantly, even if I have an event or something. Like I mentioned on another podcast, I had a recent photo shoot for my business. And it was about two months away at the time. And I thought, okay, how is it that I want to feel at that photo shoot? How is it that I want to look? And that was really what sparked the change to say, Lindsay, lose the last of the baby weight. Let's make this happen. 
And then all of a sudden, when you just set those intentions, it's like the right teachers start showing up. And that's when I was really introduced to Brooke Castillo's work and what she does with weight loss. And that really worked for me. And then, you know, there's some certain things I wanted to feel. And so that, you know, I started doing the work there. It's just so cool how it comes together when we set the intention sometimes. And we say, listen, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to go after it. And then, you know, the right teachers appear. You know, I can't tell you how many clients come to me and say, Lindsay, it was just like you fell in my lap. It was like I asked the universe for something in essence, maybe not directly. And it was like, boom, here you are. And now we've created it, right? And just so much fun. Okay, so sit down, do that exercise. It's so fun to do it. I know for some people too, they can get a little emotional doing it because they realize where they are today is just not where they want to be. And there's some hard truths with that sometimes. You know, I was really thinking about again, where I was at 25, 26. And although I really cared for my daughter's father and I thought we would be together forever, I look back at that time and I had so much um, intuition, just, you know, these intuitive red flags in essence of something's off, Lindsay. This doesn't feel right, Lindsay. You know, all these things that... um, I didn't really want to admit to, to be honest, I I was in denial for a long time. And then, you know, the universe kind of slapped me in my face and said, well, Lindsay, you're not in denial anymore. He's living a double life with another woman. When are you going to wake up to this stuff? (laughs) So I was forced out, which was so scary at the time, but so good. And that's the last thing I want to say here too, is sometimes when we make these visions or we set an intention, you know, we kind of get slapped on our but sometimes, and we think, well, how am I ever going to get that vision now? Because, you know, it's just my life has taken a complete turn and, and, um, you know, just trust. I just have to tell you that just trust because many times you just can't see the pathway beyond where you're at right now. If at, you know, when I was 28 years old and I'm going through that divorce, you know, as a stay at home mom with a two-year-old and no money and all that stuff. It was really easy for me to just say, oh, F it, screw it, my life's over. But I just kept believing. I was like, I'm going to have a great life. I'm going to have a great career. I'm going to meet the guy of my dreams. Like, my daughter's going to thrive out of this. I just believed. And, and it was almost to a point where I didn't have the choice not to believe. And so I just kept going back to that. And I know I tell that story so often, but it's so true, okay? You can do whatever you set your mind to. Trust the process. Find people to help you if it's a coach like me or somebody else. But you can absolutely get what you want. I'm living proof of that. And your brain may be telling you all the excuses of like, well, Lindsay was younger or Lindsay, you know, is a white girl or whatever, you know, and I get that, you know, some of that may be things we need to overcome, but we can absolutely get you to wherever you want to go. You know, I would love to help you do that, but just know you can do it no matter what. It would just be so great if we could do it together too. So as always, the link in the outro of if you want to coach with me and start the you know process of getting a free consult and doing all that stuff. But regardless, I hope this episode inspired you and showed you just how easy it is to create a 10-year vision and the power of that and how much you can change in 10 years. Pretty incredible stuff. All right, my friend, I'll see you next time. Bye. 
Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're gonna accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60 minute consult call just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this. <laughs>